the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling. Genesis chapter 12, uh, the word of the Lord reads as follows. Now the Lord said to Abram, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him and Lot went with him. And Abram and was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Then Abram took Sarah, his wife, and Lot, his, brother, his brother's son, and all their possessions that they had gathered, and, all, and the people whom they had acquired in Haran, and they departed to go to the land of Canaan. So they came to the land of Canaan. So Abram passed through the land to a place of Shechem as far as the terebim tree in Morah. And the Canaanites were then in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said to, uh, said, to your descendants, I will give this land. And there he built an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. And he moved from there to the mountains to the east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. There he built an altar. To the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. And Abram journeyed, uh, going on still toward the south. Now, there was a famine in the land, and Abram uh, went down to the Egypt to dwell there, for the famine was severe in the land. And it came to pass when he was close to entering Egypt that he said to Sarai, his wife, Indeed, I know that you are a woman of beauty, beautiful countenance. Therefore, it will happen when the Egyptians see you that they will say, this is his wife and they will kill me, but they will let you live. Please say you are my sister, that it may be well with me for your sake and that I may live because of you. So it was so it was when Abram came into Egypt that the Egyptians saw the woman that was uh, very beautiful. She was very beautiful. The prince so Pharaoh also uh, saw her and they commended her to Pharaoh and the women, the woman rather, was taken to Pharaoh's house. He treated Abram well for her sake. He had sheep, oxen, male donkeys, male and female servants, female donkeys and camels. But the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with the great plagues because of Sarai, Abram's wife. And Pharaoh called Abram and said to him, 
what is this that you have done to me? Why did you not tell me that she is your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? I might have taken her as my wife. Now, therefore, here is your wife. Take her and go your way. So Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away with his wife and all that he had. Chapter 13. Then Abram went from Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had, and lot with him to the south. Abram was very rich in livestock and silver and in gold. And he went on his journey from the south as far as Bethel to the place where his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel and Ai, to the place of the altar which he had made there at first. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord. Pray with me, please. Father, I need you that I might clearly lay out this passage of Scripture this morning, that you, God, through my lips of clay, might speak to the lives of those who are listening, that you might tear down the barriers, the walls, that have been put up, that you might speak and penetrate the hearts, minds, souls of the people. Father, I pray that you might save someone who's lost and reclaim someone who's drifting in their fellowship with you. I pray, God, that you would direct them to the right place. Spirit of the Lord, I'm praying even now that as a vessel, as I stand here to declare your word, you would use me in a powerful way to speak what thus saith the Lord. Not me, Lord, but all of you. Speak in this place, God. Anoint me afresh. Guide my mind. Guide my thoughts. Guide my my words, God, that everything that I say would be pleasing to you. And Lord, it is my prayer on this day because I feel that there is a great need for your spiritual presence. I'm praying, God, that you show up in an extraordinary way. Have your way now, God. Bless your people. And we will ever give your name all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. In 1972, there was a um, song that came out by the Staple Singers. It was a Grammy award-winning R&B song titled, I'll Take You There. Well, way before Mavis Staples sang this song, the Lord showed up to a heathen named Abram, who was from Ur of the Chaldeans an idol-worshiping heathen, to say to him, I know a place. And not only do I know a place, but I'll take you there. Y'all still here with me? And so I want to talk to you on this morning as I walk through this text from the subject matter, I'll take you there. So first and foremost, let's talk about getting there. First, the first uh, part of chapter 12 talks about getting there. There are some interesting components about getting there. Getting there involves, first of all, if you look at the text, it involves a command and a promise. There's a command from God to Abram, and there's a promise from God. 
Now, what's incorporated in the text, if we're going to get there, is not only this command that is clear and the promise that is clear, but it is a need to trust God. There is no way that Abram's going to abide by this command if he doesn't trust God. He'll never get there. So it involves this command, first of all, and the command is here in verse number one, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. Get out, leave, pack up. And it is contingent upon Abram if he wants to walk in the blessing that God is going to provide for him, the promise that God is going to provide for him. He can't have the promise if he's not willing to leave. I'm talking already. I'm I'm in your business. You can't stay where you are and get this promise. You've got to go there. I'll take you there. I'll take you to that place. The Lord says to Abram, he says, it's a place I will show you, a land that I will show you. I'll, 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 I'll do it, Abram. I'll take you there. But you've got to leave your father. You've got to leave your family. You've got to leave Haran. You've got to leave all of this. At the age of 75, I want you to pack up and leave. And, and I'm going to sh- take you to a place because I know a place. And I'll take you there. Now, the question in the text and the question in our mind is, Pastor, where is there? Because the place that God desires to take you to this morning and the place where God is pointing uh, Abram to, we're just going to call it there. It's all in the text. The text keeps talking about this place called there. Watch this. And so we need to know where is there. If God shows up to you uh, early one morning and says, hey, you need to back up and and leave. And I know a place. Um, Just come with me. The first question in our mind is where are we going? And if the Lord says, I'll take you there, you're going to say, where is there? Am I right? Because I ain't, I'm just, I'm not, wait a minute, at 75 years old, and I'm rich, and I'm wealthy, I got gold, I got silver, I got servants, I got animals and sheep and goats, I've got my family right here, everything is good right here where I'm at. Why would I leave that to go somewhere you won't even tell me where I'm going? But the Lord says, I'll take you there. So we need to know where it's there. I'm glad you asked. It's, it's, it's in the text. In the song that we sang, there is a place that's better than where they were. And in reality, there is heaven spoken in code without saying it. Y- y'all with me? When they, when they wrote this song, the staple singers who, who, were, who were ingrained and built up and founded in gospel music needed to tell the world, we know a place. But, but they knew that R&B wouldn't accept it if, if they said, come go with me to heaven. So they just said, I know a place. 
where, where, where what you see happening right now, where people are crying and people are going through misery, it don't happen in this place. I know a place where, where, the, where the establishment is not smiling in your face and lying in your face at the same time. That's why ain't no smiling faces lying to the races. But, but in the text, when he says, I'm taking you to this place and this place called there, to us, this place is a place that is, that is identified literally in the promise that God provides to Abram. In this place called there, it's a place where physically, positionally, and spiritually, you're going to prosper. Let me see if I can show you what I'm talking about. Look at verse number two. Is, I will make you a great nation. I'm going, to, I'm going to change your position. I'm going to make you great. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to give you a great name. That's positional prosperity. I'm going to give you this land. I'm, I got land for you. This land I'm taking you to, I will, that I'm going to show you, that's your physical prosperity. I'm, I'm going to give the land to you. Um, and, and I'm going to make your, your name great. And you... I will bless you. Watch this. I will bless you. This is a spiritual uh, prosperity. I will bless you and I'll bless you so much, Abram, that that you won't be able to contain it just for you because the blessing that I have for you, Abram, is going to cause you also to be a blessing to others. I kind of like this. Um, there is a place where God has blessed you so much that even if you're greedy, you can't keep it to yourself. Help me, Holy Ghost. There is a place where there's an abundance of the blessing of God that overflows in your life that other people around you will receive the blessing because you happen to be there. When you get there, you better be listening to God. Because when you get there and you begin to build that altar and you begin to talk to God, God will tell you how to live there. He'll tell you how to prosper there. He'll tell you who to stay away from there. He'll tell you how to grow there. But if you're not listening, if your ears aren't perked and positioned and you haven't built the altar and you are not in a, a posture where you can talk to God and hear from God, even though you're there, you'll miss the benefit of what he wants you to have. Abram builds an altar to the Lord where he can talk to God there. After Abram builds this altar, everything is going great. He moved on up a little bit, sets up just a little bit above that by Bethel and Ai. He pitched his tent there, ready to set up shop. Everything's looking good. He went on down a little further south, the text says, verse 10, then a famine came. Let me talk about leaving there. (laughs) Getting there is one thing, but a whole lot of folk have got there to there, and they left there. The famine comes, the text says, there's a famine in the land, and Abram went down to Egypt. To dwell there. This is another there. Y'all still here with me? Every there ain't the right there for you to be there. Lord, help me, God. 
He went down to Egypt to dwell there for the famine was very severe in the land. Listen, Abram did what we do. When trouble hits, even though we're in the best place for God to bless our life and the best place for God to grow us up and the best place for God to prosper us, when trouble comes, we assume it must be time for me to leave there. And then we look around and see where is the grass greener. Oh, man, Egypt looks good. They got lots of stuff down there. So I'm going down there. Mm -mm. Watch this. Because he does the same thing we do. So because adversity comes, he leaves there where he had met with God, where God had given him promise, where he was fellowshipping with God, where he had built an altar to God, where he had pinched his tent before God. He leaves there because famine came and the text says the famine was very severe, but the famine was God's opportunity to show Abram, I can take care of you there. If I led you there, I'll keep you there. I'll bless you there. I'll feed you there. I'll take care of you there. You don't need to leave there for Egypt. But can I talk to us? If you're in the place where God is blessed, just because trouble comes up doesn't mean, watch this, it's God's greatest opportunity to show you that he can sustain you through the famine. I've probably said this before, but I ain't never seen a bird starve to death. And I'm more than a bird, and so are you. I ain't never seen a worm standing on the side of the street holding a sign. Talking about I'm hungry. And I know that we're more than a worm. If God leads you there, he can take care of you there regardless of what the famine looks like. If he can take a million plus folk in the wilderness and he can feed them manna from heaven and cause birds and quail to fly in in the midst of nothing else happening, he can take care of you there. It all comes back to you got to trust God. God took you there. He'll keep you there. He'll sustain you there. He'll bless you there. He'll protect you there. So he goes, I'm going down to Egypt. Now, I know there are some that are listening and they're saying, wait a minute, Pastor. How you know that Egypt ain't there too? I know. I, he- I can hear it in my, back of my mind. I can hear you saying it. And this is how I know this is not the right there. Verse number 11. It came to pass when they were close to entering the other there. That he, that's Abram, said to his wife, Sarah, indeed, I know that you are a woman of a beautiful countenance. Therefore, it will happen when the Egyptians say to you that they um, will, will say, this is his wife. And so they'll kill me and they'll let you live Please, baby, baby, say you my sister. This is how I know this is not there because you don't have to lie 
in the there. You don't have to deceive there. You don't have to take matters into your own hands there. When you're there, God will take care of everything for you. You can walk in honesty. You can walk in integrity. You can be the child of God he called you to be when you're there. But when you're in the wrong there, you got to make up stuff. You got to fix it yourself. You got you to try to twist it around and connive and, and bend it your way so that the things, to, you, you got to protect yourself. See, he has left the protection of God. He has left the sanctuary of the there that God had led him to. And now he's outside the place where God had led him to. And when he's outside, the first, the first indication is he has to lie. He has to, he has to conspire to protect himself. And not only himself, but he includes his wife in the matter. And then he tells her, this, so this will be good for you. Well, he didn't say they were going to kill her. They said, he said they're going to kill me. Y'all, did y'all pick that up in the text? He says, please say that you're my sister, that it may be well with me for your sake, that I may live because of you. So guess what? She went along with the plan as his wife. And they got there in the, this other there, this Egyptian there. They got there. And when they got there to this other there, sure enough, they saw her. And they was like, mm. that's what I said. The text didn't say it. The Egyptian saw the woman that she was very beautiful. She was 50 years old and fine. That's what it says. She was so fine that at 50, they took her to be a concubine for Pharaoh. And Pharaoh even said, I would have married her. You almost, you messed up, dog. You. So she was beautiful. She was drop dead beautiful at the age of about 50. There's hope. So he, he takes her there and then Pharaoh has her. And then because Pharaoh has her, God brings a plague, severe plagues on Pharaoh's house. Because Pharaoh is acting against Abram. Watch this. Even here in this disobedience of Abram, God is still fulfilling what he said he was going to do. He said, if they bless you, I'll bless them. If they curse you, I'll curse them. Pharaoh has come against and his household has come against Abram by taking his wife in. He's, he's got his hands on. He's cursing what belongs to Abram. And because of that, God steps in. And God puts a plague on Pharaoh's house because God is a God of his word. What he says he's going to do, he'll do it. If he says he'll protect you, he'll protect you. If he said he's going to be a keeper, he will keep you. Now, now I need to help somebody right about here. It doesn't mean that you won't have some storms in your life. It doesn't mean that you won't go through some difficult times. But what he says is, even when you go through them times, I've got you. I'm holding you up. I'm I'm sustaining you even though you're going through. And so he he goes through this whole process. And and listen, I, I believe that God still works this way. I believe that God still looks out for his children. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of senior pastor, 
Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions and support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us in person for one of our spirit-filled worship services, Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Legacy Center, located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, or virtually via our website, Facebook, and YouTube. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.